Shut up, nigga. Listening to Joe, man, it's bad for your health. Trying to be these fucking rappers, man, that's bad for your wealth. Stuck a man to be with the cam on stealth. If I get caught with dick in hand, oh well. Listening to Joe, man, it's bad for your health. Trying to be these fucking rappers, man, that's bad for your wealth. Stuck a man to be with the cam on stealth. If I get caught with dick in hand, oh well. This ain't the shit that you want Bitch, it's the shit that you need Put that on gas in my teeth With my head out the window Just catching the breeze This ain't the shit that you want Bitch, it's the shit that you need Put that on gas in my teeth With my head out the window Just catching the breeze Riders block, had me locked, guess my brain a cop But I gotta focus on a lot, cause these weird beats and gap teeth Got me rhyming words over damn seas, ain't shit yet Still four wins with Sally on the Grand Tree So I'm trying to get the number one formula like the Grand Prix My next guest is from the UK His creativity covers multiple art mediums From producing, rapping, shooting music videos, creating cartoon characters, and more He also recently won Vans Musicians Most Wanted Europe Which was judged by Anderson Pock. It's my pleasure to introduce Joe Jazz. Falling on is the place I used to escape. Llamas all in the grass, Capri pots filling up the lakes. Falling on is the place I feel safe. Wings illuminate the sky, never wanna leave this place. Wait, wait, you ain't fucking with my iron, nigga. Fuck about my head. I don't wanna hear you talk. You can stuff it all like Ted, cause I ain't bearing no one shit. This my fucking island, bitch. In my mind, I stay rich. Fuck a fake and I get stick. If you love your island, step up for that shit right now. Crank your shit up, don't let a nigga turn you down. If you love your island, step up for that shit. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Today I'm with a very special guest, the one and only Joe Jess. <laughs> oh, shit. I've been loving watching your interviews, actually. The funniest part was um, I sent you one of them that I was watching. And yeah. the funny part about it was usually it's the, it's the interviewer's job to open up the guest. But it was almost like you opened up the interviewer. It was so funny. <laughs> it was all like, first of all, it was just like his blank computer screen. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It was only you. But then he was kind of like just asking short-ended questions, you know, it's just like, you were the one talking, and then eventually he started nerding out about all these different musicians and stuff like that, I was, yeah. like, oh. I was like, oh my gosh, it's almost like you should have your own podcast. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, which, you know what I mean, it's there, the Fat Llama Podcast. Oh my gosh, there we go. Yeah, there we go, there we so, go, but that, that was a cool one, because it, like, just devolved into, like, a conversation. And it was just like, all right, cool. Yeah, those are the best ones. Yeah, those. it's like fire when you're just like talking to someone and it's not like, oh, okay, I need to answer this and then we'll stop. And then it like when it's just kind of like flowing and the, the questions come and then let's answer and then you can go into something and you reel it back. And yeah, those are always fun. Yeah, that's why I like the Joe Rogan experience. I feel like sometimes, like, what's his name? Zane Lowe from Beats, you know? Like, 
I feel like he's under like a time constraint, and he does the best he can. It. I feel it. I feel it in but his with, interviews. But with Joe Rogan, he doesn't have a time constraint. He can go anywhere between two hours to five hours. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I like those pod. I like those types of podcasts. But I, you, you have to respect Zane Lowe at the same time, though. Hundred percent, hundred percent. He, he, like, he's, he's the goat in like that kind of thing. Like, he, he deserves his respect. But I do feel sometimes like they can sound like question answer question answer question answer. Let's get out. Yeah. But I guess that's also because he does it with really big artists who mm-hmm. I feel like are always on um like an album rollout. So it's like okay, I need to be in I don't know Jamaica in like. 20 minutes so you better hurry up bro like, yeah. i feel like he has to deal with that more yeah i um i've noticed that with like some of my favorite podcasts like i like joe rogan i a few months ago i was telling people i stopped listening to him and i'm, I'm starting to get yeah. back into him it's just he got too political okay. and it was like the same thing over and over with i just didn't like and i didn't like the spotify studio either but like i think he's gotten oh, back in he's gotten he got to a new spotify rhythm deal. yeah and then do you know who andrew schultz is I know Andrew Schultz is from Brilliant Idiots. Yes, yeah, I love yeah, I love yeah. those podcasts, you know. But for some reason, I always like I feel like ah when I see because I I listen to so many podcasts and then eventually you'll be like oh wow this guest was just on Joe Rogan now he's on uh-huh. the Brilliant Idiots that must yeah. be a coincidence. But then you look you uh-huh. watch both of them and you realize they're both kind of like album releases or like whatever yeah yeah and i kind of yeah, i don't yeah. I don't, I don't really like those type of interviews joe rogan does a good job because like he'll save it to the end he's like okay what's the name of your book again <laughs> like yeah, you won't even yeah, really but, talk about but it. the most of it is going to be like let's get the conversation going yeah so i just like conversations that don't really have an agenda versus just expressing our love for music you know or yeah, art, yeah, whatever yeah. it is 100 percent. yes who gonna hate that exactly Someone, someone actually hates that. I bet. Like, statistically, someone in the world would be like, I fucking hate that. Stop talking about what you love. Oh, my gosh. You know what? (laughs) I always forget that basically what I'm doing is a genre podcast. Not all podcasts are like this. Or like a Joe Rogan. There's like... There's like murder mystery podcasts, which are like oh, stories. Yeah, 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 There's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. doctor podcasts, health podcasts, whatever. And they're not they're not like free flowing conversations. It's almost like you're listening to a PowerPoint. But that's yeah. a podcast. And I always forget that I'm just a genre of podcast. I'm not like you're not gonna just listen to other people's podcasts and it'd be the exact same. Mm-hmm. But like in my head, the way you have a podcast is the podcast but not yes. like, there is like this whole other world where it's like people sit down and will like listen to someone like read a book and then do little analogies in between and like i'm thinking isn't that just an audio book but yes. no that's a podcast yeah that's that's a I weird mix i don't get that either do you think because like the term part obviously podcast has been around for ages but like it being like as big as it is is like pretty new so like having everything labeled is still kind of like in the air i think it's a society thing where okay. some people want to just control it and make it be boxed in you know yeah like, i mean i like yeah. organicness you know but some people mm-hmm. are like no i'm listening to it for health facts or whatever it is yeah yeah nothing yeah, wrong yeah. with health facts but like or what a few months ago before the pandemic 
Mm-hmm. I was working for this company, and they were saying, who was it? It was like something like some grocery store. So I'm like, I forget. It was some. The I wasn't working for a grocery store, but the company was like the person. One of the people from the company I was talking to. They're like, yeah, yeah, you know, blah blah blah. Grocery store has a podcast, even. Like it's like it's like companies have podcasts too. Podcasts, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's of course just to like push a product or something like that. Like yeah, yeah, hundred percent. That's just but that's just interesting. Like oh shit, like oh you gonna listen to the Walmart podcast today? Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, did you uh did you see all five? They had like the best fucking discounts on. Oh my god, all the chocolates you can think about. Like is that what it's gonna be? I don't know. Right. It's like. I guess, like, it's interesting that you bought, like, the whole, um, the genre thing and, like, people, like, having to make money off. Because I feel like exactly with music is just, like, it's, like, sometimes, um, first thing a lot of people ask is, like, oh, what kind of genre do you make? And I'm, like, I I don't really make a genre. And it's just, like, it's kind of weird from there because then I go, well, I make this kind of sometimes and this. But it's, like, we need everyone in a box. And I feel like with the podcast thing, it's just, like, Okay, so what do you talk? What is your main focus? Like, are you a health podcast? Are you just a music podcast? Like, you can't just like maybe talk to a musician, but then talk to them about health. Cause yeah. then, what is that now? Cause this person is a musician, but the topic is health. Yeah. So it's just like fuck naming shit. Yeah, like with a lot of your interviews cuz you're such an outgoing quirky guy a lot of your interviews the get, the get the, the oh my god i almost called them the guests the interviewers <laughs> yeah almost they don't almost don't know what to do so they they try to like reel you in by being okay so let's put you in this box like that no, one yeah, guy yeah, he yeah, was yeah, like yeah. so if you could only pick one type of media what would you do i'm like that was a cool that was a cool interview but at the mm-hmm. same time especially in this day and age you literally can't just do one type of me no oh my god yo that preach preach (laughs) you can't though like um me and my friends talk about this all the time it's just like or like me personally like right now i'm like cool uh it's funny because just before you called i had fucked up and like got the time zones wrong so i was on an hour earlier i saw that (laughs) yeah so i was like oh shit so what happened is i was like oh i haven't recorded like my podcast, so I was like, fuck it, I'll record my podcast, and then I, I was, like, talking about, um, just, like, cool, I can just do, um, if I'm doing music, okay, that's where I was, if I'm doing music, like, I normally take a year to, like, create and stuff, and then the next year, I'll put out the music, so, like, 2016, I dropped the album Planet, then 2017, I didn't drop anything, I was working on stuff, then, but, like, the way I work in that way is that, so, in those times, I can, like leisurely work on music and it's fun instead of like having to rush it but also i can like have time for making merch i can um have time for like the podcast what am i going to do with the website like because you need all of those pieces like to be an artist now it's not just like we have this huge label that's just gonna plaster you everywhere and no one can see like anything you do because like we have social media now where like I can pick up my phone and go on live and, like, people are going to look at me. Like, if Drake goes on live, there's millions of people looking at him. And it's just, like, in that, it's, like, what people are, like, what more do you have to bring? Yeah. Because 
And also, even in, like, if you want to live, you can't just live solely off music. Like, I was also talking about this, or I was like, um, physical, I think everyone um, should try get into physicals if they can. Because what I realized, I mean, it's obvious that you don't get paid shit from streams, but <laughs> from, like, <laughs> the few vinyls that I've sold, I'm like, that is, like, millions of streams which i i won't get because i'm like the small indie artist right but it's but it's like the way a lot i've heard a lot of people especially on like youtube and stuff and they're giving advice to artists it's just like no you shouldn't focus on that no one buys physicals anymore and it's like that's fucking cap i was like if you build like a brand for yourself people want to buy into that brand they want to be a part of it and you don't even have to see it as like this business thing just like a fun world like where it's like oh, shit, like, this is happening, and then this is happening, and all you got all this stuff going on, and then it's like, oh, I want to buy into that. So, yeah. yeah, I feel like it's just being more than one thing, and, like, that's what I feel like my main goal is. I want to show people is, like, like, being more than one thing can work. Yeah. You can do it, guys. Yes! <laughs> like, and Patreon, I love, I still haven't made my oh own my Patreon, but Patreon's you fucking insane. To, patreon bro like there's people people might say oh there's only like a few ways but there's so many ways and i know a lot of people are scared to get into stuff like patreon and stuff because it's like oh i don't want to ask people for money but it's like if you're selling a product you're asking people for money (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) so just depend it just depends on which way you want to do it do you want to do it some cool way where you could be like well, if you get this, you can see my butthole for five seconds, you know? Like, something crazy. That sounds like, like OnlyFans. <laughs> that, yeah. OnlyFans Patreon coming now. Oh, my gosh. That's, like, what also is insane, though, like, if you're an independent creative. Yeah. I've no, I've been seeing a lot of, like, Insta- Instagram accounts get banned. Okay. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, that's how, like... For I, it, this is like a, probably a weird analogy, but I feel like in a sense, people's social media is like their record label, kind of. They're pushing oh yeah, their product on that. So like, if you get banned and you've worked years to build up your followers, what the fuck Bruh. can you do? And like, there's memories on your Instagram accounts too. You know, like yeah. What do you? How do you do that? So like, I realize you actually have to be kind of careful about what you post. Like um yeah, I, I interviewed this artist named Nug Life. He's a producer in L.A. Okay. And um, he's dope. You know the Underachievers? I know the Underachievers. I do, he, I do, I do. He has a song with Under... He produced for the Underachievers I don't know together. why I said I do that many times. But yeah, carry yeah. on. It's, it's, it's insane. And um, basically, his logo, Nug Life, Weed, Weed Nug, is like, it's a cartoon weed nug. Okay. So I was like, okay, I'm going to include this in the promo video. Mm-hmm. And... Then of course I hashed I one of the hashtags was like weed of Instagram or something and there's hashtags you can post weed on Instagram it's fine yeah yeah I definitely know there's weed accounts on Instagram because there's yeah. weed businesses because like weed is legal in a few states and countries yeah so it's like yeah there's gonna be weed Instagram accounts but carry on I want to see where this goes and it was oh my god it was such a cool you should look it up if you haven't seen the the promo it was dope. So it's basically like these weed nugs falling into like a bag. It okay. was really cool. That's so fire. Any, anyways, Instagram flagged that post, even though it was a cartoon, 
Uh-huh. And now when I go into like my Instagram settings, it says that I'm not allowed to run any promotional ads now. Oh, for real? Because I didn't because I've I've promoted a few interviews, but usually I'm not really promoting interviews. Of course, like promoting like I posted on Instagram, but like sometimes mm-hmm. I run ads behind video videos. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't, yeah, yeah. I wasn't running any ads behind this video, but because it had a weed logo. It flagged my account, and now it says I'm not allowed to run promotional ads. So I'm thinking, down the road, when there's actually an ad I want to promote, how the fuck am I supposed to do that if I yeah, can't do it on Instagram? Yeah, how are you going to do that, yeah. So now it's I have to crazy. look towards like YouTube or something. So like that's like your record label. They, fuck, they fucked me over, <laughs> you know? But that's like, uh, we have to go through these things, like um, fucking Spotify, Apple Music, or fuck, like... If you're trying to do your podcast, like, you you have to, like, use these, like, mediums. And as you said, they're, like, your fucking record label. Because if anything you do that they don't agree with, it's over. Like, the fact that someone could be, like, your whole career, I can end that now. I can end that like that. Yeah. Because let's say if you're a person who is just on, like, one social media, which, I mean, I don't think anyone is, but... Let's say if you're just, or maybe that's just your main one. Like, Mm -hmm. that's the one where all the traffic goes to, and they lock that off. Obviously, you still have the other ones rotating around, but the place where most people know you from, it's completely gone. And that is crazy, that all you can build can be taken away from you so quickly. It's like, well, I always think, like, it's like, fuck. Like, building things where, like, you make people seek you out, I think is always really good because you never know what's going to happen with all of this. Because I know there was a point where, like, the internet was crazy. It was like the Wild West type shit. Like, everything was popping. You go on YouTube, you see some crazy shit, but obviously, like... Like two girls, one cup type shit. Two girls, one cup. You see one man, one jar? Oh my God, don't talk about that. Don't talk about that. Oh my God. Yo. But like (sighs) the the way like everybody has memories of that shit. And it's like they wouldn't let that revolve now because it's like now businesses have come in. And like businesses want to know that, okay, this place I can like fully promote on. It's not going to fuck up my SEO. It's not going to like, you know, they, they have all their business stuff to think about. Yeah. But then you're going with people who are just creatives. Like, and sometimes that doesn't mix and match. And sometimes the creative's business can be way better if it's just straight to straight to consumer. And I feel like Instagram is good for straight to consumer, but it's not because things like... um where the algorithm puts you, because it's not just, like, uh, the first person who's posted, second person, it's, like, how good the posts are doing or how you're going to see them. Yeah. And it's, like, stuff like that, and it's just, like, oh, okay, I have to play to this, and I know that fucks with so many people, like, having to play to the algorithm. In my head, I say, fuck that. I just be posting what, like, uh, I just, like, try post, share it, and, like, I call it that. I'm just, I just got to build up enough people that will care yeah. for me. Cause I'm like, I can't rely on these social medias that they're always going to have my best bet like in their bag. Cause they're not, I'm just another number to them. So I'm like, well, I got to make sure that everyone that cares about 
this stuff like really cares let me engage them in different ways and stuff yeah yeah it seems like you have a loyal fan base and it seems like you've actually done a good job of spreading outside of your own country even you know like yeah. i'm trying to spread outside of my country to get to like the uk and you've already come hey. here to the u.s come on so- <laughs> man yeah so how did how do you get interviews with like u.s podcasts like how do they find you is it just because streaming or bruh i'm gonna tell you that um every day uh i go on like diff uh i go on like reddit and i'm just I love like reddit. i go i just search i'm just searching i'm just searching i just put out a portion of my day maybe in the morning and i just look for like music related things that it be it be just like people who like music and just talking to them like new artists just listen to them not even to like collab just like to listen to their music or like if I find something interesting, an artist who paints something, I'll like find their stuff, and I'm I like find that really interesting. Like it's a cool pastime for me. But in that, like putting in that work for it, it's like I find different people. Like I found you, I found all these people, and then through that, other people find you. Mm. So then people come up to me like, oh, yo, I saw you did this thing with with Bali Bomb. So do you want to do it with me? Like you know, like I was just like I have to. It's the way my brain always works. It's like I have to put in the running work before anyone sees me. I can't just be like releasing stuff and be like, oh my God, why is no one looking? I have to put myself out there. So like mm-hmm. peop- I'm always in the front view of people so they can see me and then that will get the ball rolling. Like that's what I also did with like shows and stuff. Cause I remember, um, I wish I started shows way earlier, like doing my own shows. Cause um, when I was like, I think like 16, I was like, Oh man, like I wish I could do all these shows. I remember watching all of these like fucking crazy shows and I was like, how do people do this? And then I think it was around maybe like 17, 18, um, I'd done this show with uh Occasion and like uh this place, uh I don't remember the name of the venue, <laughs> but it's like a venue in London that people really care about. And um so I did that and then I was like, wow, this is what, like, a show is like. And then I did a show after that, which was fucking shit. Because (laughs) um, (laughs) it wasn't even like, oh, the sound quality was bad. It was that I was booked for a show where, one, no one knew my music, which to me doesn't really matter. Because I'm like, if I perform well, like, someone, people are going to, like, gravitate with it. So it's on me to perform to the best of my ability. But it was the fact that, not only was, like, no one knew who I was, it was an audience that didn't like what I made. Oh, um, shit. And, like, the host didn't like me or my homie. And so it was just, like, a trifecta of, like, terrible <laughs> shit. <laughs> so I was, like, after that, I thought, fuck it, dude. I'm, do- I'm finding out how to do my own shows. And then yeah. since then, like... I was just like, cool, I'm going to build up and build up and build up. And, like, obviously for a while, no one, like, not a lot of people. The first show, actually, a lot of people came, but that's because I had done it with a friend who's, like, really connected with people and stuff. And then the next ones, it was like, cool, I built some momentum. But obviously there was small amounts of people. But because I kept doing it and, like, kept, kept, kept on, more people, more people start to come. And... In that, because it started off with, like, no one booking me. And then people would be like, oh, I see you do shows. But Mm. the shows that I'm doing is just stuff that I've, like, saved up some money for. 
gone and gone, hey, I'm like 18. Can I do a show here? But I don't have that much money. And they're like, okay, cool. Like, we'll take a risk. Some venues are like, fuck off. You're some kid. You're going to ruin my venue. But some people are like willing to take the chance. And like, it was from that that I like built up. So other people would be like, cool. And in that, I, um, in 2018, I started going to other countries like around Europe to like perform. Cause, wow. Cause like, like people have been like, oh yeah, I've seen you at da da da, or I just like gone and like applied to a festival and like stuff like that, and I feel like that like built the blocks and like going all the way back to what I was trying to say is like, um, it's just like you. I feel like no matter what, you have to keep building stuff so that people can see you and like, then it seems like. I think a lot of people just go, oh, this person's come out of nowhere. But it's like you have all of this stuff from like years that you've been building. And that's also great because I know a lot of people just like go on my back catalog and just like listen to a bunch of shit or just watch a bunch of skate videos that I made with my friends ages ago. And it's just like they get a sense of the person and then like the world like makes sense to them. And they're like, oh, I can see myself in this or I can't see myself in this, but I like it. Yeah. And like, yeah, I feel like that building really helps. So speaking of Reddit, like if you go on some like, like you found me on the Dreamville or the Jig uh, subreddit, something that I think is insane is like if you go on like a bigger named artist's Reddit page, if you post like some old like clip of them, of that artist, there'll be people in that comment section being like, Oh, actually, this is circa 07 when he yeah, was working yeah, on this project. Yeah. I can tell by his haircut and the, so- yeah. the style of his music. I'm like, holy shit, how the fuck do you know how all How do you know that? all this bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's some diehard fans out there. Facts. It's facts. It's facts. And, like, when when you're a fan of something, I think, like, that's a, why Reddit's, like, a really good place to connect with people. Because, oh, people. People, because, like, um... If you're a fan of something and someone else is a fan of something, like, you're going to link somewhere and you're going to be like, you know what? Hey, check this. I don't know if you'll like it. And then, like, you've kind of made a mutual connection. So it's more than just going, hey, check out this or look at this picture of J.I.D. to a bunch of people. But everybody yeah. knows this person and they're like, oh, shit, bro. I remember. Like you said, like, no, oh, this is circa 07. Actually, I think it was 06. He was the way his shoes are tied. He didn't tie his shoes after that, after September 06. And we didn't have any physical pictures after September 06. So it definitely had to be 07, my good sir. Oh and, you know, that's got, like, 500 God. upvotes. And yes. Like... That is hilarious. I love Reddit. <laughs> yeah, man. Reddit's crazy, man. Fucking shout yeah. out Reddit. <laughs> But yeah, speaking of um, another speaking of when you were talking about um, throwing your own events and stuff, yeah, there's there's this band that I've had on the podcast, and we're about to release a new episode. I'm called okay. the Martial Law Band, and one of the things I talked to them about was how they were saying like no one would book them. So what they did mm. was they would dead ass throw their own festivals. Yeah, so okay. s- sell out their own festivals to the point that concert venues would have to see them, you know? And then at that yeah. point, because they're, they've are they gotten to the point where they can throw their own festivals, then they're like, oh, do we actually even want to work with this concert venue? Like, nah. Being, being independent is so important, you know? I think um, this is, like, um, 
It's crazy because I was actually talking about this again. <laughs> Another thing. But this was, um, it's uh, a thing I've heard a lot of people say to me personally. It's like, because everything I do is basically just me. And like, normally people be like, you can't do that. That's like, you shouldn't do that. Not that you can't, but you shouldn't. And for me, I see everything as the same. So I see like me shooting my own videos as like, me making the music. Mm. So, like, um, I know some, just, like, ages ago, some guy was, like, obviously I was really, I wasn't that good at mixing yet. So, like, my songs weren't sounding that good, but they had, like, an idea of, like, I had, like, a good idea. I feel like the bass, I can still listen to those songs and be like, well, that's a really good song. But I was like, if I had, like, stopped and gone, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna, like, look at some outside place to, like, try to do everything, I wouldn't be at the position that I am now where it's like, um, I can, I started this, uh, thing for the homies where I'm like, songs I've produced for them, I'm putting them out. I couldn't do that because I would never hone those skills. And I wouldn't have learned how to do that. Or like my girlfriend, like I mix her music. Like I wouldn't been able to help her like talk to other people with her music. Like I have this. I wouldn't be able to do that or other people like shoot videos. I wouldn't be able to like do all these stuff. And it's like being independent has like really made me be independent. Like yeah. in that I can now come to people with like leverage. Like people look at me like I'm doing something crazy, but what they don't know is like, no, nah, I'm just in my room on YouTube videos going, okay, how the fuck do I call it correct? I have yes. no idea. Yes. Okay, cool. That's how I do it. How do I get this this software to work? I don't know. I'm not like some genius, and I feel like that's what I really want to show people is that you can do these things. Like you don't have to be like the cra- I don't think I'm like the craziest talented person. I think I'm talented in things, but like in some things, it's just like I've learned like a camera. I've just learned how to use a camera, and I know what I want visually. So mm-hmm. I'm like cool or like. The drawings on my thing, I make them on paint. I'm not even on Photoshop. I'm not a crazy guy like that. I like drawing doodles and, like, I make them. But now it seems like this, like, legit, which it is a legit thing, but it seems like the way you would see, like, companies and stuff, like, people approach me like, oh, oh, how do I do this, this, that? I'm like, bro, YouTube, man. Like, YouTube, (laughs) the internet is your friend. Like, this is how it's going to help you. And, like, just... Um, the independence of it all is just like, now you can come, when you step out, you seem, uh, I don't know, you seem like more than if it's like you keep, I feel like there's a place where you can be where it's like, you start off and you can just keep working, keep working and you get to somewhere. Or you can start off and you're like, I don't know what to do. Because in that, I, this, I'm going to go on a different tangent right now. No worries, man. Um, was uh, I remember like always seeing like tutorial. So I was saying like YouTube is your friend. I remember always seeing like tutorial videos of how to do stuff and shit. And I'd never follow them to the T because I thought if I follow this to the T, I'm just gonna produce whatever this person <laughs> makes, and I'm not trying to do that. And I feel like um that's how you start getting into type beats. I, I love a lot of type beats. Sometimes I throw them on with my friends and we freestyle and doing dumb shit. And some of them are really hard and become like really hit songs and shit. But for me, it's just like, I would, I say that I got really good at the trash that I made. So I make really good trash right now <laughs> because 
at the start, everything I made sucked, but it had no direction. I had influences of people I liked and artists that I liked, but it didn't have, I didn't know what this plugin did. Da, 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 da. So I like learned my own way. And in that, I got better in my own way. But in that, I felt like because it started as trash, I perfected my trash that it looks so good. So I'm like, now, like when I, like, if I'm like presenting like my new music to someone, I'm like, I'm holding the golden turd. <laughs> Look at my golden turd. And it's like, that's how I feel about it. Like, I've, I don't feel like like the whole trash thing. I don't even see it as like the word trash. I'm like, it's just like not what people would expect. Like, um, like you don't have to always be... What was I talking about? I think I was talking about uh, professionalism. Like, some people would be like, this doesn't sound professional. But mm. I was like... Professional is really intertwined with good. And sometimes mm-hmm. professional isn't always good. Like, something professional can be really cool, but is it good to the ears? Does it sound cool in this context? Because I'm like, yeah, I'm like, if you if you have, like, a noise band or something, and they're making some crazy stuff, and we're like, we're going to mix this, like, Justin Bieber, that song will sound shit. Because, like, why is it so squeaky clean? I can't hear any of the distortion. But then if you go ahead and, like, put that with the Justin Bieber song, it's not going to work. So, like, everything has its place. And I feel like because the way the ecosystem is in music is, like, everyone wants to rise up to the label. And the label has a standard of, like, sounds and things. So you rise up to that and you go, well, I need to be in this tube now. Or I need to be crazy famous. And it's like, no, you really don't. Like, you can do whatever you do and people will appreciate it. But, like, I guess it even goes back to Instagram and stuff. Like, people love that gratification shit. And that when you see other people with, like, millions of followers, you're like, okay, to be a popping artist, I need to be the next Drake. But you don't really need to be. There's, like... Niggas like Lucky and shit, or like Earl, or like just people who are just doing their thing and they're making a great income and they're making music. They're doing what they want to, but it's not real. And they don't have the box on them that, okay, the next single has to be a hit. The next one doesn't have to be a hit. I could be spitting on the floor, record it, and rap over that and like put it out. And that could be like, people love that. It's like a cult. Like, fucking massive bonanza. I can't wait to hear him play spit on the floor. You know, like, yeah. Do you do you know who Armin Hammer is? Armin Hammer. No, I know the I know that's the, the baking powder. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That's funny. So, Armin... <laughs> I, um... The Alchem- the Al- you know, The Alchemist. Yeah, the Al- yeah, yeah, yeah. He just released, um... You know, I, like, collabs with artists and stuff. He just released mm-hmm, his collaborative... Mm-hmm project produced a project for this very like gritty underground hip-hop group duo called arm and hammer yeah and um their name does sound familiar though they're um what's a good example they're 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 like they're they're even more gritty than griselda okay they're very very gritty and um you just brought up earl and i was like what the fuck has earl been up to yeah and he he is featured on one of their songs I'm uh-huh. like, holy shit! <laughs> He'll pop up every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Like, but he gets to do what he wants to, like, in life. Now, yeah. there isn't no, hey, we need a record by you or you're out. Like, 
how we were saying like Instagram is the record label. I feel like you get to a point where I feel like you need the system a bit. Like right now, I'd say I need the system a bit, but as a tool rather than like uh, aspiration. And then once you used it to like how you need to without like folding from yourself too much, you can completely leave it. And I feel like that's like the goal kind of. Yeah. What I think is crazy is all of like Wolfgang, you know, like everyone from that is still popping in some way or another. Like you don't really see that with any hip hop yeah. group or collective. Yeah. Like, like how the fuck does that happen? It's crazy, and I think it's like, we gotta shout out the internet for that, because it's like, I can be in this corner of the internet, and no one can ever see me, no one knows what I'm doing, but I'm popping, I'm going crazy, and it's like, that, that is amazing, like, right now, this is just straight internet, me and you talking, like, it's straight just the internet, and like, how I've met most of the people, I've shared most of my music to people is like straight through the internet. Cause there was a point where I felt like, um, I was releasing in circles. Like I was releasing to the same people and I was like, I need to find how to push it to more people. And what I do, um, every time I release a music video is I actually go on Omegle. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I like type in artists that I'm like, Oh, they're similar People who would, like, fuck with this artist would fuck with me. And then I, I just talk with the person. I have a conversation. I'm like, hey, do you want to check out this music video I made? And normally, because we've had a conversation or whatever, it's, like, cool. Like, they're, like, cool. And then I uh, I play the music. They play the music video on their side, and they say whatever. Sometimes they're, like, oh, this is cool. Sometimes like, oh, I didn't like it. Sometimes they're, like, nigger. Sometimes you get that. I'm like, oh, me. Sometimes they're jerking <laughs> off on camera. You know yeah, someone's jerking off. <laughs> Like, someone's pretending to be a girl, and then they go, ha-ha, I got you. And then, like, you know, just stuff like that. And then it's just, like, some people go, you know what? Fuck, um, let me follow you on Spotify. Let me follow you on Instagram. And, like, I've done that. And it's what I learned when I was a kid, because when I first started releasing music, um, I used to do, like, uh, rap on beats that I found on YouTube. Or um, not even found on YouTube. There'll be like popular beats. I remember the first one I did was over Young Money, Roger That. Ooh. And so I, I'd like freestyle to that. And like I go around my area with like headphones and be like, hey, do you want to check out my song? And I would stop people, not even to sell the song or anything, just for them to listen to it and be like, what do you think? You should have put that on like, camera. That would have been like a good YouTube video. Yeah. Thing. That, I should have started recording that, but I was on, like, some really shit phone. But not even <laughs> on a shit phone, that would have been fire. But, yeah, wow. like, that's what I used to do. And I was like, how do I in- implement that but worldwide? And I was like, the internet and Omegle is just complete strangers. And, like, they will give you the most honest critique as well because there is nothing <laughs> in it for them not to be nice. Right. Or to be nice, mm-hmm. should I say. Like... The person could just say fuck off and cancel and never see you again. Wow. So, like, if someone, like, completely random is just being like, you know what? It's pretty cool. I know, well, I guess what I'm making is pretty cool. And it's just, like, I just build up stuff like that. Or um, even with the shows, like, giving random flyers to people. Like, I always, and always at shows, I never want to make myself seem like a diva or some shit. 
like, oh, I put on this show so no one could. I want to talk to everyone because I'm like, no one had to be here. Right. Like, all I did was give you a flyer. You could have thrown this in the bin. You could have chucked it away. You could have ate it for lunch. But you thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm actually pull through. And that's like you as a human being coming here. And you can never show how grateful you are to a person. Or when like, um, like currently, like I sold out all the vinyls I bought. I didn't think I was going to do that. I bought them because I thought vinyls are really, really cool. But now like everybody that's bought vinyl, I'm just like, you don't understand like that little purchase that you did or like a CD or a t-shirt that I've made is fucking crazy to me. Like you, mm. every time I see an email and it's like, you've received da, 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 from this person or even someone just being in my DMs, there's some kids that are like in my DMs, like fuck bro. Like I fuck with this song. This is hard. And it's like, that is amazing. Cause it's like you, especially when you don't do it for, like accolades and you're just kind of making music and then you're like whoa no but people are really fucking with it and it's just like every single person is like huge but they'll never know how huge they are i guess they will now if they listen to this but like thank you they're like (laughs) thank you like you're like huge to me because one person and one person is two and then you double that as four and it just keeps adding up and every one person matters Cause they can share it to how many other people and like, it's just crazy. Yeah. I wish people, like there's some people that like, if I'm like posting like an interview on YouTube or something, there are people that will go out of their way to be like, I love this video. I subscribe. Yeah. So there's definitely yeah. people like that, but I, I wish more people understood like how important it is for like artists to have subscribers. And just because you subscribe mm. to someone on Spotify, YouTube even, yeah, you, that doesn't mean you actually get to see their music. Like, it doesn't get pushed out to you nonstop. Mm-hmm. You get them nah. all the notifications off. Like there's, I was looking at who I'm subscribed to on like just my normal YouTube channel. Yeah, I'm like, holy shit! I don't even remember subscribing to any of these people because you don't, you don't get you don't, the content isn't pushed to you. But that follow is very important to them. Versus like yeah. social media, I guess some people are more like, oh, I need to make sure my follow follower to following ratio. Yeah. Even out and everything like that, but like on streaming services, you can completely forget you're subscribed to someone. But that means the world yeah. to like me or you or artists. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Like every time I see like oh like a Spotify follower go up, I'm like fuck someone. I actually just think of the thought of someone going, well I'm gonna click a uh, follow, and like just <laughs> going about their day. Like they might never check out any of my shit ever again. But they thought you know what this is cool to even just like. If it does appear, I'll check it. Wow. Like, like, that's amazing. Yeah. So when you say you do all these things, merch, media, media can be, you know, video, music, yeah, whatever. Yeah, media yeah. is just a general term. But when you do all this, some people would say, like you said, don't do it. But mm-hmm. I'm guessing you enjoy it. Yeah, Doing I everything. guess that's the thing. It's like, I would say don't do it if it's fucking going to tear your life apart. Please don't like. I'm not saying you have to do this. You you shouldn't rely. No, like please. Like I know some people around me where it's like that's just a bit too intense for them. But for yeah. me as a person, it's like how I operate. It's like amazing to me. Like 
having an idea, I go, okay, cool. I'm going to think of this project. Um, I'm going to think of the promo video. I'm going to think of the artwork. And like, I get really excited and I'm like, fuck, I'm going to make this. I'm going to make this. Or like coming up with the drums. But as soon as I come up with the drums, like there's some idea for the video. Or sometimes I might make a song like I made E30 and then I just made the sweatshirt. And it's just like everything isn't separate from me. It's like all one thing. So I guess that even goes back to like... um while like music and genre and stuff I'm like my genre is like it expands outside of music like it affects everything that I do so whatever sound I make could affect how obviously it affects how the video um would come but that might affect how I do an event yeah it might uh, affect how like uh what color pieces I make in that area because of, of what I'm listening to and it's just stuff like I love like I'm the type of person, if I, like, see something that I think is really cool, I'm going to try to do it. So, like, I love cartoons. Like, I, mostly what I watch is fucking cartoons all the time. Yes. And I thought, fuck it. I'm going to make a cartoon. And I did. And the cartoon is just, like, some 2D thing on paint that's, like, inspired by, like, South Park and stuff. But oh, wow. I'm, like, so gassed that I did that. Like, I'm in my like, old room right now. And on the wall, I have um, do a cartoon. And it says performance South by Southwest, but like do oh, a cartoon is there. Yeah, I have like a list of stuff I wanted to do. And it was like learn piano, like all of that. And like I've done some of those, but even just to do the cartoon was like this might not be like super the fucking most expensive, but I did it and I'm like so happy. I'm like, someone could just stumble across that and be like, what the fuck is this? But not know I make music. <laughs> not know who I am. They're just like, this. there's a strange cartoon on YouTube. What the fuck? And I'm like, I did that. It's there. It's there for people to find. So yeah, it's just like everything. I do all this stuff because I enjoy it. Yeah. If you do multiple things, if one thing blows up, everything else blows up also. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like there is a fear of like, I know for myself, like, when I first had Instagram, I was, like, just doing the dumbest shit. Like, just funny stuff. And I saw, like, um, other people and, like, musicians. It's, like, sometimes that kind of supersedes their career. Like, well, I don't care about what your music is saying. Especially if, like, your music isn't developed yet. You're still developing your career. Mm-hmm. Excuse me? Ooh. <laughs> uh, if you're still developing your career and, like this funny stuff just blows up that no one's going to care. But I feel like with stuff where everything is linked, like the stuff I'm doing, it's just like, if this blows up, everything else blows up. Cause you're like, okay, but what else does this person do? And then you see it. It's like all there. But, but also if you're doing like multiple different mediums or (laughs) medias or whatever, you also, I feel like you get screwed over less once you want, once you get, once you get like sponsors or whatever to actually create a masterpiece you know you Mm -hmm. actually you actually can direct whatever is going on versus like if you if you grew up in the age where you just needed to be a rapper just needed to be a photographer or whatever one thing I don't like there's a difference between a rapper turned photographer and a a photographer turned rapper I'm just saying it like I know a lot of photographers or videographers that mm-hmm. 
surround themselves with artists, right? Okay. So they're shooting all their music videos, but because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. they have they've shot all their music videos, then they're inspired to make music. I'm like, uh I don't know if that's for you, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know there was, dude. Yeah, it'd be like it'd be like that sometimes, where it's like, I think it's always good to experiment outside of your field and like try something, but sometimes it's like. Maybe maybe come back to this a bit later, or just keep working <laughs> at it. Cause I feel like, because like let's say with the videographer photographer thing, they're probably sick of videos. But like, now you're starting like with fucking quality, high quality videos, and like subpar rapping. Yeah. And it's fucking jarring. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's the, <laughs> that is the most jarring thing ever when people have like the best equipment in the world. Crazy. And then the content is just shit. Like what? Yeah, you spent all this money and you. <laughs> I'm just like to a point. Like obviously, when I first started, I thought I was pretty good, and I'm like, okay, you weren't that good as you thought you were. But I feel like I knew that this isn't like the end. Like I know I'm going to get better from here, and I always wonder that with people if they think, no, this here, this is the shit right now. Like ain't nothing better than this. I'm the best. <laughs> I'm the best. I'm the houseway. Be- oh, what? houseway. They didn't be rhyming. I got the ah, ooh, the ah, ooh. Y'all, I mean, you ain't even hear that hook the way I did it because them sounds, they hit different frequencies. Kanye West's freestyle was the worst thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Oh, what, the, the unfunniest rhyme doing? He's like, I'm gonna rap because I want to. to- <laughs> Think I'm gonna freestyle, but I'm not <laughs> gonna rhyme. I was just like, damn, bro. All right, I'll see you, man. You trying something new. He's like, is this nine inch nails right here? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Let me go crazy. He's like, you want a different beat, Kanye? No, no, I got this. It was the way he was like bobbing his head, like. He was about to go off. Yeah, he did go off. <laughs> Oh man! Off the cl- off the cliff. That's where he went. Yeah, straight. <laughs> Damn, that might go down as one of the hardest freestyles, though. Oh my gosh! Do you know who King Los is? King Los, yeah. He's insane at freestyling. King Los is hard. I haven't yeah. heard a lot like stuff from him though. He just released a new, um, just like a little mixtape project, and it was just like freestyles. So like okay. he he freestyled over like um lemon pepper wings. Oh, uh, he killed it. Killed it? Yeah. I'm about to peep that now. Yeah. I'm so as, as someone from the UK, do you focus, like everything we've been talking about is just like stuff in the US, honestly. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So do you focus on stuff in the UK or is like, or is the US's like music and meat and everything just like, like a melting pot everywhere else as well, kind of? I guess because of like the Bleeds time over, I, I came here. It was like, I was still very like, everything was like, okay, cool. That's where, that's where like, I was listening to everything before. But since I've like, you know, I'm like grown up and stuff, like definitely like I'd be listening to like everything here. And it's interesting. I don't know. A lot of people, sometimes I play beats and they'd be like, yo, man, it kind of sound like grime and shit. 
And I'm yeah. like, oh, shit, I wouldn't even think about that. But maybe that has, like, seeped in because that's what people locally were playing, like, ages ago. But now everyone's listening to Drill and, like, the UK Drill shit. I know I made a song, like, that I haven't released yet, but, like, the um, only the hi-hat pattern is, like, kind of a Drill thing. So at the start, you think it's sort of a UK Drill song, but it's completely not. It sounds like whatever the fuck I made. And, like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's, like, seeped in that way and, like, um, a lot of, like, underground UK people I listen to, um, like, there's this guy called Yams01, I think he's fire, like, um, who else, like, all my friends, I listen to them, like, Deju VHS, Let Kojo Fly, Retro Pussy, like, these are all hard people that I, like, listen to all the time, and it's, yeah, I feel like the culture here is definitely probably impacted in even what I, like, say in my music and, like, how I speak to people, so, yeah, I do, I do think, like, here has had like a big influence because it's like the culture is different like mm. to other places like so i don't know you have like, high when fashion you, oh, at least what's that we, you have high fashion at least we don't really have high fashion in the u.s really. but the thing is it's like the high fashion here like i don't know anyone really well i do know people wearing that but it's like those people are really into like ASAP Rocky, which is funny because ASAP Rocky comes to like London for the fashion and stuff. Yeah, so it's like, like what people wear here is just like what people wear in like I don't know. It's just really funny how like I feel like the black like urban culture, no matter where it sits, it like has similarities. Like the yeah. Air Force One is just like that's classic everywhere. Like no matter where you go. If you know you're going to a community with black people in it, someone's got some fresh Air Force Ones. People got J's on. Here is like, they really like um, the Nike Air Maxes. Like, that's okay. super, like, big here. Like, I don't know yeah. what they're called because I, I, I don't really fuck with that shoe. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, people love that. And, like, they wear, like, the, the track suits. Like, that's, like, the vibe of, like, an average UK dude. But, like... You could put him anywhere and he just like would blend in. But there obviously there's like certain aspects to how he dressed where you'd be like, Okay, that dude's from the UK type shit. Or he talks like Hello governor, yeah, yeah. I'm from yeah, Foggy it's, Town. It's crazy. <laughs> people get mad when people go, We don't talk like that or like when there was like memes of like um on Twitter. Uh I think it was when Giggs did the song with Drake and they were like oh. when Giggs was talking about the gun and they had like a musket from the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> people were getting mad. Oh, yeah, see, what I think of, this is just me because I haven't done enough research on UK artists, yeah. but, you know, like, I just think of the most mainstream UK artists, like Octavian, Skepta, yeah. Giggs, you know, but I'm I'm guessing you guys just have just have a huge as of industry as the US does. It's just, yeah, it's basically, not as tapped in. yeah, You're, it's like the, America is like just way bigger and like, obviously has had like a huge impact on pop culture. But obviously, like, UK is really small. So, like, obviously they did, like, fuck around and, like, colonize the fucking world. I don't know how the fuck they did that. <laughs> but they went and did that. But, um, uh, like, their music is, like, really interesting. Because, like, yeah, you do have, like, these people, like, Stormzy and stuff. But, like, the people who are, like, like your average, like, I guess someone at, like, a little baby level. Where, like, they're really popping. But, like. Maybe if you don't, uh, if, like, you're, like, a, I don't know, like, a college mom or something, you might not know them. <laughs> right. It's, like, you have, 
like wait did you say a, a college, college i said a college mom maybe like a soccer i was like mom. holy sh- a college mom there's just some girl who's in college who has a baby no, already a college like, mom <laughs> will definitely know who little baby is 100 percent um, she probably got the baby to look and fuck a oh little baby. God. That's what she was fucking to. But, <laughs> yes. But yeah, like there's like artists like that where it's like, um, outside of the UK you might not really know them, but like here they're really popping. And I feel like that's like UK drill right now and like Afro beats. Those are like what's really popping here, mm-hmm. and they have their they're like really dominant. And it's funny because. Like, no matter me on a personal one, it's like, I remember, like, going to radio station to be like, oh, man, we can't play this. Sounds like, like, uh, the American stuff and, like. Oh, shit. Yeah. It was, like, one or two and it was just like, oh, cool. And it's like, then if it it wasn't that, that was, like, only, like, two people, like, one, two people who said that. But then it's like, because even if I was in America, I'm making weird music, but. Here, I'm making weird music where it's like they have a set thing and I'm making weird music from another place, kind of, well, from the internet, to be honest. And now it's like, oh, snap, I have to find like-minded people, which there are, which I have found. But at the start, it was really interesting when I was like going around starting to make music and it was like, oh, man, everyone makes like these two, three things and like. I'm getting clowned from what I'm making. Wait, wait, wait. Was it inter- was it interesting or was it lonely? <laughs> it was it was interesting because I feel like uh being alone isn't too bad. But yeah, I would say like, yeah, it was a bit lonely, but like not in like, oh my god, I wish I had friends. It was like more like a well, how do I find people? Like how do I find people that understand this? And then I had like friends in school where it was like, okay, cool, they understand a bit. And then when I went to like college and stuff, like people understood more. It was like, it was when like I guess like all future was like super popping at that time, and it was like cool. Uh, people understand what this is, sort of. They they only they might not ha- only have like. One person, one person that they can compare it to, but they kind of understand like what like this weird shit is, and then mm. what I found was like even with the shows thing, it was like that. It was like, well, we understand this is rap music. What you make isn't really rap music, but I'm like, there's drums. I'm rapping. Ah. I don't I don't know what more you want from me, but I did understand because it was like, it's like wow we're taking a risk with this kind of. So, that comes yeah, to the gate. That, that comes to like when you're, huh? What's that? That's what that comes from. What you were talking about from like other interviews with like gatekeepers. Like we're looking at these like concert venues as gatekeepers, and like as time mm. goes on, I feel like the gatekeepers are going to be the creative artists. Yeah, 100%. 100%. It's going to be like the creative people who are actually throwing these festivals, a a Fat Llama Festival, you know? Yeah, that's the goal. They're like, they're going to be like, oh, actually, your music is too generic. We can't have you on our show list. (laughs) Versus concert venues right now are like, oh, you might sound generic, but we know this type of music is going to obviously going to get this type of crowd in. Yeah, 100%. I think it's going to turn more into like that. Yeah, I mean, um, that's why, like, I was 
pretty hyped when I won the Vans competition to uh, uh, do an Anderson Park. Yeah, I, tell people about that who don't understand what that is whatsoever. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, so uh, I applied for this competition. That I saw in my email on the Vans, Vans sent I was on their newsletter because I want to see like new shoes and shit. And then I was I thought fuck and and also because of House of Vans, um, they have them like everywhere in the world. I think not everywhere, but most places. Um, and uh, there's always like cool shows and stuff. And I guess the origin story of this was uh the first one that they did it was to perform with Schoolboy Q, oh. and I applied for that and um. I didn't get that one, but uh, me and my friend, and then I didn't get the tickets either, but my friend Caius, he got the tickets, and it was, like, someone I knew um, who actually won. His name's, like, Tay Maid. He makes cool music, and I was like, fuck, that's actually hard that I knew someone that won. So, obviously, time went past, still working on what I'm doing, and I see it again, and I'm like, oh, this time to perform with Anderson Park? Like, okay, that's, that's pretty hard. So, I'm like... Cool, fuck it. Like, for me, I'm, like, I don't really get bummed if I don't win shit because I, I don't base, like, my life on, like, other people's, like, view. But I'm, like, if someone does fuck with it, bro, I'm, I'm down. Like, I'm down to apply for everything. So I applied, uh, uh, just let, let it loose. And then I remember just getting an email, like, oh, shit, you're one of the five finalists out of, like, 40K people. And I was, like, huh? Oh, shit. <laughs> I was dumb hype. And wow. then, like... The um, finals things came about where everyone did their song and then the judges had to rate it, which was funny because I thought I wasn't going to win. I thought I was going to... I had a feeling I was going to win because I was like... I know, like, with Vans, they're more... They want, like, more weirder shit, kind of, like... They're more down to do that kind of thing where, like, they'll have someone who's, like, like, pretty alternative or something. But I'd, like, kind of... They... Basically, the video that they have, you do, like, a few takes for it because they couldn't... It was supposed to be a live video, but Mm. because of coronavirus, they couldn't have it live. Mm. So, um, they did a few takes or whatever of me doing the song. Wait, so would you have... Would you have been there in person with Anderson Pock if there wasn't COVID? Yeah, I would have been there in person. Yeah, that would have been hard. So... So, yeah, like, um, they did a few takes or whatever, and then there was some takes I fucked up. But there was some takes that were really clean. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. They're going to pick the best. Then I remember the video came out. And the video has, like, um, who's, who's won or whatever. So I watched the video um, of me performing. And I was like, they put the bit where I fucked up. <laughs> and I was, like, so, I was, like, pissed. I was like, oh, my God. This is why I like to, like, do my stuff, bro. Like, I should have been, like, checking the camera or something. But then, like, I found out, then they called me and was like, um, it was like a, the way they picked up, it was like, hey, um, this is Joe? I'm like, yeah, it is. Um, hi, um, this is blah, blah, blah from Vans. I was like, oh, hey, um, <laughs> we're really appreciative of you if you like, um, doing the competition. And I'm like, oh, shit. I oh, fucking lost. Because you know when they, they start with a nice shit? And yeah. then they just tell you, like, oh, yeah, we appreciate what you've done. We hope you had a good time doing it. I was like, ah, whatever. And then there was a silence, and she was like, you've won. And I was oh. like, oh, <laughs> shit. I won the whole shit. So I was gassed. I was like, fuck, I'm lady, I'm lady, I'm lady. And then, like, I was just like, fuck. Like, something like that is super sick because it means that you uh people can see 
someone like me making like super weird shit and they ain't even gonna make what I make specifically, but be like, well, if he can do that and like get there, that means I can do that and get there. It doesn't even have to be music. It could be anything like podcasting. It could be like kicking a ball. It could be playing basketball, like anything you do. And I feel like that was always hard that like, oh, cool. I got like picked from like all of this work I put put in and stuff. But yeah, with that, I'm kind of bummed because like, I don't know if that show is going to happen with Anderson Park. Mm. But I mean, I'm su- I'm hyped that like I got in contact with like Vans and stuff, and like I'm I'm like done some doing some like cool stuff that I'm gonna release I think this month with them like just like ads and shit, which oh, is shit. pretty heat. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I'm like I I want to hit them up like yo am I still performing like what's happening with that I want to know. Yeah. Um, even if it's some like live, um, not live, um, what you call this, like a uh, virtual, virtual, yeah, virtual performance, like I'd be down, like I'd fucking love to do that, but yeah, I would, I would like to, I would like to. Wow, yeah. that's insane. So it's I forget. Super hard. You were gonna say you were just lightly touching on vans, and then you were supposed to say something else, but I completely forget now. You're gonna lead the yeah. vans into something else, but I have no idea. That's a cool ass story uh, though. Fuck! What were we talking about? Was it? Like, I have no idea. It was. I think it was like uh the uh having gatekeepers and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like in that it was like, this to some people is like the gatekeeper. Like it's like a big company, and for me it was like, even if I didn't win, it wouldn't discourage me because I know what I'm doing is great. But the fact that I won is amazing because like it can show people like yeah you can do what you do. Um, and people, people might not always like it, but you'll get somewhere with it when you put in the work for it. Yeah. And like, that's like what I thought that was like symbolized for me. And I always oh, yeah. thought that, um, it's funny cause I remember posting it and like all these people, like people would never comment on my shit or like, Oh my God, amazing. I'm pre- and I appreciated it. Cause it's like. Well, like, maybe you thought it was hard, but, like, some of it, I was like, ah, you're probably just, like, because, I mean, a lot of it is, like, oh, okay, it's, like, outside acceptance, like, yeah, someone outside of um, what I do or who I am has accepted me or outside of, like, or in this space where it's, like, these are the people who are, like, the gatekeepers, and if they accept you, you have my praise, and it was, like, I, I'm not going to get too gassed over that. Like, I'm really appreciative of people like being like, sick, yeah, that's fire. But I got to know that. Or what let me know is that I know that as soon as I post what let me get there, like my music and my art and stuff, not all of those people are going to be there. They're only going to be there for, like, the next achievement I have. So yeah. all I can do is just, like, keep... <laughs> <laughs> Door just opened. All I can do is just keep um, doing what I do, and make sure that um, I never stop. Because if I if I end up stopping or if I just get complacent with it, if I'm just like, oh yeah, man, these people accepted me, I'm just gonna relax. Then I'll never get to the next place because. Wow. Yeah. People always drop off. You always get like uh, passive listeners and stuff, or passive people along the way, and that's always. I'm probably been a passive person to someone's art. Like, at one point where, you like, you checked it at one point and you fall off. And that's, like, a natural thing of, like, stuff. Like, you're going to get maybe as soon as you do something, there's going to be a million people. Or, like, subscribers, like, 
or like views or something at the start of the vi uh, upload, you might get a huge like increase in views and it drops off. But the people yeah. that keep rolling with you are the people that are going to be consistent, like always rolling with you. And they'll buy your vinyls. And they'll buy your <laughs> vinyls. Yeah, thank you guys. And it's just like, so I know that I am a pre to some people like I've said this and they're like, wow, you don't appreciate things. And I'm like, no, it's not. I do appreciate it. I just know that I can't just like focus solely on like, oh, look at this achievement. I have to be like, keep doing what I'm doing because I know that there is more stuff for me on the way. And this is just like a stepping stone onto that. Yeah. Yeah. Being an artist is a total grind. I don't think a lot of people realize like how much effort. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's, yeah. It's insane. So I, I feel like as you continue to grow, it's advice. It, this is like an advice and also a question. Okay, cool. I see a lot of people, and you also say Tyler, the creator, is uh -huh. your biggest inspiration. Well, one yeah. of them. Yeah. And then, like, on the internet, people will compare you to Tyler, the creator. Are you 100%. worried that down the road, you might, even though you're creating this unique artwork, that mm. people might try to box you in as, for lack of a better word, a Tyler, the creator wannabe? Yeah, like a clone or something. Yeah, how do you... How do you work on that? And are you worried about that even? I'm super happy you asked that question. Because, like, it's, like, really... It's something that I've thought about. Because, obviously, it's, like, something that someone's going to bring up. Especially if you see me, like, I got the bright colors. Like, the music's kind of weird. And, obviously, there is an inspiration from him. But I also do, like, other stuff. And I do make other stuff. And, like, what I rap about isn't, like, what he rap... Like, there's, For like, sure. differences. But... Like what I said earlier, when Tyler came in and then people understood what I did, like, as a thing. And I skate as well, like, things like that. But it's funny because some of the things I'm into, or me as a person, like, the funny shit that I do, like, if anyone's known me all my life, it's like, that's me as a person. Or skateboarding, my friend Jalil um, got me into that. And, like, I found out, oh, okay, this, um, Tyler skates as well. That's pretty cool. And that's actually what got me into him, where I was like, I feel like I have so many similarities. But I know that those are only things that people who know me personally are going to know. If you mm. see what I make on the internet, you probably think, oh, shit, like, is this nigga just trying to be, like, a copy or something? And it's like, I am aware of that. And all I can do is just keep making what I make that's true to me and like if people feel like oh i'm being a clone because at one point i was like should i just make completely different music and just like jettison this influence because like it's ruining my life it's not ruining my life but like it's like a constant comparison and i thought no because who am i making music for at the end of the day like i'm making music for me and for like people who like it and i'm like well, if people, like, want to be like, oh, fuck, he's a uh, wannabe, da, 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 they can because I'm not in there for, like, people's approval. I'm not in it for people's approval. So, like, if that's how someone feels, they can feel like that because I'm not, like, going out my way to do this. And I thought if I'm changing the way I do things because of that, that means it's not genuine. It's not how I genuinely want to evolve. I know that 
um, everything I make is from what I think and like what I do and it's influenced about things around me and definitely Tyler is like a, a huge influence because of like his DIY aesthetic and how like he made all future. I know I'd like watch fucking the fuck uh I think they're like a pop up videos that they do. Um where they have were like seen, going what's have that? Have you seen have you seen DJ Spank Daddy? DJ Spank Daddy. That's Tyler the Creator as an interviewer. Like he's interviewed people. Like he he had like a radio show where he interviewed like oh on Gold Stable and stuff like that. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah, yeah. I saw I saw I saw the ASAP interview. I saw the Vince interview. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are cool. He's done, he's done everything. <laughs> yeah, basically, and it's just like it's kind of like um. There's a South Park episode where it was like um. Everything, every joke they had tried, so um Simpson had already done it. So mm-hmm. it was like. What do you do? Do you just quit and just say, let the Simpsons be the Simpsons? Or do you keep doing what you're doing and find your own way in it? And it's just like, you. for me, it's like, I'm just doing what I feel is natural. And that's my own way. I know that people will compare me because, because like, in that field, there's not much to compare to. Like, if I was uh, a trap rapper making any, like, kind of like basically like a basic thing i'm sounding like probably like millions of there's like actual artists like hundreds of artists that are really popular that you could give me like direct links to but because there's so many people you see which is funny you see more of an individual but because like there's not too many people who do that especially doing everything myself as well it's like well then you must be like straight just copying him and it's just like well if that's how you see it, you see it, and this is like me, yeah, yeah, dude. I think that was you nailed it. I think yeah. that's what interv- that's what interviews and podcasts are for, in my opinion. To yeah, just to like, I get personalize. Yeah, there we go. You you nailed that. I think that's important because I feel like I when I when I listen to your music for the first time, I loved it automatically. And then, like, in the back of my head, I was like, oh, cool, he sounds like Tyler the Creator. So if I want to show people his music, mm-hmm. I'd be like, if you like Tyler the Creator, you like this guy. Yeah. But then when I started reading, like, whether it's articles or watching your interviews, it seemed like a lot of the interviewers wanted to focus on Tyler the Creator. Tyler the Creator. You're not, you're not Tyler the Creator. Yeah. You're fat llama, hairy muffin man. Basically, yeah. It's <laughs> like... But it's like, because it's the closest thing that they have towards me that they can understand. And it's like, well, Tyler Creator, right? And it's like, yeah, like, Tyler Creator is fucking awesome. Like, that man is a genius. But I'm Joe. Like, I came out of the womb as Joe. I'm rapping as Joe. I fall over and bleed as Joe. So it's like, you could, yeah, you can keep bringing it up. But it's like... That's not me. That's only like a part of like the influence of me. And it's like, there's more to who I am. For sure. Yeah. Just in general, I don't really know many artists that have little mascot cartoon guys. Like that's pretty dope in general. (laughs) So you said you actually have a cartoon show you've made with them? Yeah. yeah, I did not know this. I did not know. Tell me about this. Uh, It's called That Llama Show. Um, I had been thinking about it for like years to make it and like, hold up, I might get it up on my phone. Hopefully it doesn't look too shit. 
the camera, but like I can also yeah, I can also pull it up in the after. Oh yeah, cool. Too. Yeah, but okay. yeah, it's just um, I just thought, fuck it, dude. I love cartoons. I'm gonna make one. So I did, and wow. like I've been wanting to make it since I think, cause actually I used to make little Pokemon adventures um in school when I was like fucking I think thirteen. And stuff, and like I used to animate the characters on pain, and like I make all these storylines. So I've always been into like that kind of like fucking like cartoon editing type shit. And after I was like, fuck, like I gotta make one one time, just once, and then I fucking did it. I think that's it, really. Like the uh. the fucking plot of it was not scripted. Like nothing was scripted in it. It's like legit. Um, whatever I thought. I'd say an anime as I did it. And wow. somehow I got to an end. Yeah. That's that's so cool that you did that though. Like see people are gonna find that and be like, holy shit. Yeah. Jeez. Then how did you what made you think of llamas? What and muffins uh, and <laughs> I I don't know, just dumb shit. Cause like fat llama started as just um Something from my, like, uh, my homie Caius, we were sitting down in this place that we used to skate at. It was like a mall. Like, after 8 p.m., they let you skate. and um, In the mall? Yeah, yeah, in a mall, like, after 8, but not oh, anymore. I'm, even before uh. COVID, they just fucking, they were like, we don't like it anymore. So they told everyone to fuck off. But, like, hmm. yeah, it was like, we could skate there and shit. And then um, I was just like, fuck, man. Like, I want to make skate videos because I, like, bought a camera to film my own music videos at the time. Which is actually the same camera I have now. I just got a new camera after that. I think that was, like, that's about six years ago I had that camera. Wow. So, yeah. So, the last music video, what I said to myself this let me go on this quick tangent. But, yeah. Um, what I said to myself is, like, this last music video that I'm going to make for one song on the album will be, like, the last, like, time I'll use this camera. Then I'm on to the next one. But yeah, um, what was I saying? So yeah, we, uh, I had the camera and I was like, yeah, I want to film skate videos, but I need like, like a fucking like skate name, like for the mm. fucking YouTube or whatever. I can't just put it under my YouTube channel, which is the same YouTube channel I've had since the Pokemon Adventures, which is the um, Joe Jazz Rap Kid. Because if you type in youtube.com slash Joe Jazz Rap Kid, the Fat Llama YouTube comes up because that's still like part of the URL. Which I think is pretty cool. But wow. yeah, so I was like, fuck it, Fat Llama. Didn't even think about it. We, uh, he was just like, oh, okay, whatever. And then that's how that came about. And Harry Muffin Man, I used to be like Steezy Fernandez on um, Instagram. And then after I was like, <laughs> you know what? I can't, I, I don't want to use this anymore. I want to use, I wanted, uh, I had got Logic. So, and I'd start producing. So I said, I need a producer name. I said Harry Muffin Man, and I just made that my Instagram name. That's funny. So that's how it's, they it's... came about, and then every other character is just like part of it. Like Sally, I wanted to get like a girl in the video, but I was like, "Fuck, man, that's so long." So I said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna get a blow up doll." And that was, is that a sex? Is that a sex yeah, doll? Yeah, it's or a sex okay. doll, but it has no <laughs> holes in it because it was like the cheapest one I could get. <laughs> Oh, what lonely fuck needs just a sex doll with no holes in it? <laughs> oh, bro, it's like it's like a fucking like oh a companion. <laughs> that is hilarious. 
but yeah, um, I'm trying to think of what else came about. Uh, the alien, I just drew that. Like, Smith the alien, I just drew that. And yeah, that's, that's kind of how they come about. Like, I just fucking, like, doodle something. I go, that's cool. And then You're that's creative. it. Yeah. Wow. I guess, guess that's what it is. One of my, this is the most childish thing ever, but, like, one of my, the biggest, get, one of the biggest guests I've had on is CeeLo Green. And most people would be like, the reason why you want CeeLo Green is because of, you know, his music career. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's the host on all these TV shows. But actually, and this is like one of my guilty pleasure TV shows. I oh, really what's like. That? Do you know Teen Titans Go? Okay, yeah, Teen Titans Go. All right. Okay, yeah. I like I like Teen Titans Go, <laughs> and basically there was a um, Teen Titans Go special event episode, mm-hmm. and CeeLo Green was in it. And I oh was like, shit! I was like, I need to talk to him about this. <laughs> Yo, people gonna be thinking, oh man, this must, this guy must be loving like that. Oh, bro, I just need to talk to him about how you were on Teen Titans Go. <laughs> yes, that was a secret plan the whole time. Oh man, I watched the Teen Titans Go movie. Oh shit, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that had a little yachty in it as Green Lantern. Oh. Yeah, do you? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Wow, that was that was like interesting. I was like, "Oh shit, that's Yachty. Damn, this that's that's what's so cool because like rap used to be so frowned upon, like honestly, and mm-hmm. now it's like the biggest culture. It just Bro. it's everywhere, and rappers are becoming movie stars and yeah. authors and directors. It's like they're crossing into everything. It's like it's no longer like, oh my god, look at that rapper anymore. It's like a rap rapper can be so much more, like than just a rapper. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It is. Yeah. Wow, man, we've already been talking for an hour and a half. Oh let's, shit! It's been a good conversation. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking for a minute. Yeah. I have a few more questions though. So, okay. Another thing, like everything I think about the UK is probably just little stereotypes because I don't know much about the UK. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. when I when I think of the UK, when it comes to like interviewers or radio shows, I only think of like Tim Westwood. Okay. Like how how many are there other big named radio shows that just like the Breakfast Club in the US or is Tim Westwood like one of the main ones? Or is he even underground? Is it is it just because I like hip hop that I know who Tim Westwood is? Nah, Tim Westwood is big as hell. Um there's Charlie Sloth. Um there's there's some other deep there's so many guys. Like I'm not super into like all of oh no. I'm not super <laughs> into like all of the radio stuff but there is so many like there is loads like there's Jamie Adenuga I think that's um Skepta's sister she's like really big um no I think Jamie is fucking that's Jamie like JME wait I don't remember her name oh Julie 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 there we go yeah there's her she's super big um there's obviously Westwood. There's Charlie Sloth. There's oh fuck, who am I thinking of? There's Kenny Allstar. Um, yeah, there's so many of them, and like yeah, they're like pretty big, and they have like they're like big staples in like the scene. So what is the what is the stereotype for how 
UK ar- artists think the way to blow up is? Do they think it's important to get on these radio shows like Tim Westwood? Do, do they think it's important to get featured on some U.S. single by like Drake or something? Or like what? I- what in like the most Boxton point of view do UK yeah. artists think this is how I want to make it? I think it. I think it depends on the artist. To be honest, like I feel like there's different ways. I know there's like artists who um, make more of an American sound. They'll be like, okay, I need to get the single with Drake to like get out of here and then like cross over. I know there's a lot of people want to cross over, but I know since like drill and stuff has been popular, it's like kind of been like we're keeping like we don't need America for this. Like we are gonna do what we need to do and like. Those people will go on. There's like this thing called like Link Up TV and Grind Daily, where like they upload music videos for artists, and they're like a lot of drill, Afro beats, like the popping sounds in the UK, and like a lot of people get uploaded there, and hopefully they they try to blow up off there because like that channel has like millions of views. Oh, so wasn't like, Drake on that? And then that yeah, guy Drake was like was doing on all, that, and he was doing all the explosion effects. Like, now that's Charlie Sloth. That's Charlie oh, okay. Sloth. Yeah, I'm yeah, mixed yeah. Up. But That's he was that. also on Link Up TV. He did like a little freestyle. Yeah, He's like big so, ups to Link Up. <laughs> or something yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like basically that's another way of... And then some people are like the radio route. People want to go through that. But those, I guess the, the Link Up TV is like the most... Like if you're talking about like an average like oh, rap artist. Like it's like I keep hitting the mic. Um, yeah if you're talking about like the average rap artist like you're probably gonna see them on link up tv and stuff where like grind daily and shit like that wow and what are what are your goals what do you think are you just continuing on this path or is there something that you might not tell people but you think that if i get this i know if i get this opportunity i could go to the next level um Fuck, I don't know if there's, like, an exact opportunity where it's, like, I know I'll get to the next level. I think, for me, it's just continuing to build up. I feel like uh, every time I've had, like, an album cycle type shit, like, it's improved for me, like, the opportunities I've got. So, like, with the first one, it was more like, okay, I'm out here and people are, like... um, starting to give shows and stuff and then the second one I got to like go out to a different country and like spread out like that and like with this one I got to win the Vans competition so I feel like even like the views I get and like how many people like are engaged with goes up every time so I feel like every release I'm just getting closer so I don't know what I need like Mm. exactly I don't know what I need like I need people to listen that's really for me all i need is like just more people to listen but i feel like with every release i keep rising so i'm like for me i feel like the next release is like it that's how i feel i feel like when i release whatever i'm releasing next the next album the way of like position myself on how where i am i feel like i might not like break up but I, I will make i'll be a position where when i do shows i know like Things will be selling out. Like I feel like that's where the next year is heading for me. Yeah, for sure. Good explanation. Yeah. Well, Joe Jazz, what is some advice that you have for up and coming artists, creators, influencers? 
Don't piss yourself. Don't piss yourself? Don't piss yourself, bro. That will trickle down your <laughs> leg and go into your shoe. And that's fucking... And then you get the wet, soggy sole. Oh, my oh, God. Nah, God. but for real, <laughs> I would say fucking... Just, like, do what you feel is right. That's it. Like, do what you feel is right. Do what you think sounds right. Don't fucking, like, base things off what other people are going to say because those other people don't care as much as you think they care. Just, like, do what you need to do. Like, talk to the right people. Um, Yeah, man. Just fucking enjoy yourself as well. Like, yeah. And put in, that, put in the time that you need to. Know that if you're doing some bullshit, like, if you're spending all your money on, like, weed and shit, and you're like, oh, my God, I have no time to make music. It's like, well, you know what you're doing, my guy. Like, yeah. You know, or if, like, you know, you're just fucking playing games all day on your fucking, like, PS5 or PS4. Like, you know that you're just playing games all day. Like, you know why shit ain't happening. Like, stuff like that. But, yeah, at the end of it, just have fun and create whatever the fuck you want to create. Hell yeah. And what is the easiest way for people to reach you? Uh, If you want to reach me, uh, fucking send me a pigeon mail. Head. <laughs> um, what's the easiest way? I'm, I'm on Twitter, J. Omegle. Uh, oh, I'm on Omegle. Shit, you, you just have to find me when I drop the next video. Just know I'm about on Omegle for 30 days. Um, um, yeah, how you gonna find me? Uh, Twitter, J zero E Joe Jazz, just with a zero because someone has that, but what? I can't. Yeah, I can't contact them, and they have like zero followers. It's ah, fun. I'm like, oh fuck, but yeah, um, Twitter, Joe Jazz, Instagram, Harry Muffin Man. Go to the website. You could subscribe on the website and fucking like get newsletters and shit about like cool shit. Um, London's hopefully opening up fucking at the end of June. So I've already booked a show for July third. So if Ooh. anyone's in London or coming to London, July third, I'm doing a show then. I'm trying to do, um, every year, I fucking do, like, an anniversary for the album. So, I'm trying to do that for Falling Island. So, hopefully, like, shit stays open and COVID don't come back around. I mean, COVID still ain't going nowhere. But, like, hopefully it doesn't get super worse and we're in the fucking lockdown 100. Um, Fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm trying to do that. Um, where else can you reach me, uh, fucking... Yeah, I think I think that's where you, oh YouTube, just type in Fat Llama, Joe Jazz, I'll come up. Um, yeah, man. Fucking it's been amazing, Blake. There we go, bruh. There we go, ah! dude. <laughs> and this is the NAS podcast with the one and only. The one and only Genius and Blake and Blake. Yeah, with the beats headphones and the short mic and the Mickey Mouse in the background. Yeah, there we go. Oh, there we go, man. It's a little little taste of what I could get. (laughs) Big ups. This is Link Up TV.